0: Hi, I'm Madeline. I'm Rachel, and this is Empathetically Apathetic. Here's our regular disclaimer. We're both therapists, but this isn't therapy. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me tell you. Do tell. I actually was a good therapist this week. Oh, this shit? This whole week. The whole week? The also. whole week? Um, Yes. And I can't say that it was, I can't take full credit. Um, because I do think a lot of it was not my doing, but I had, I would say 85% good sessions with people. And I was like, I'm killing it. And like every, (laughs) every session that went by, I was like, dang, that was a good, deep session. Wow. And then the next one would happen. I was like, did it again. Okay. (laughs) And then like on Tuesday, like in the afternoon, I was like, oh, "I feel like at some point this is gonna go south. And then it didn't. And I was like, "Oh my God, okay, just gotta make it through the next two days. Wednesday, I was like talking to a coworker and they were like, "How are you doing? And I was like, "I'm having great sessions this week. And I was like, but it's we still got a day and a half left, so things could go south real quick.. Mm-hmm. And then it just didn't really happen. I'm not saying people weren't having a hard time. I'm just saying, like You're, I was good. Like I was good. I was okay. <laughs> I was doing great. I was
1: doing well. <laughs> yeah good thing that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> um, we're talking about today.
0: Um, we're talking about the opposite of that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what? Um, we're talking about being a bad therapist. A bad therapist. And right off we want to say we're not talking about uh being a harmful therapist. We're talking about days where you're just like I'm not great at this. Not yeah. actually being like a unuseful harmful therapist. That's a very different thing.
0: Yeah. There's
1: those are, it's, it's prolific.
0: Oof. <laughs> it <is. laughs> yeah, and I can imagine that those people who are harmful therapists just don't think that they are, right? Of course, why would they, right? Yeah. But
1: they're saving anyway. people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're doing God's work. Oh my god, that's accurate to what comes out of their mouth. Um, but they're giving yeah. back. That's and <laughs> <laughs> serving the underserved. <laughs> I'm really helping those in need. <laughs> I feel like you I'm know? just like saving lives, you know, just like yeah. Really? I really want to help people help themselves. Ew, <laughs> you're like I'm done. I can't. I'm. <laughs> I'm out of that bit, so anyways. People, we're talking about. No. Actually... We're talking about us. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing <laughs> therapists. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Really good therapists that just have, you know, some bad days, off days,
1: and we all have them. Yeah. And we're talking about when we are not working at our most optimal. What mm-hmm. does that look like? What does it mean?
0: What do we do about it? I was in the optimal this week, and I haven't <laughs> been in the optimal in a long time. And I was like, what is this feeling? And yeah. it's funny because even when I was talking to my coworker about it, he was like, do you think, like, you're having a good week because, like, you know, you're more skilled and you've been here a while and you're, like, basically more confident and all these things. He didn't use those words, but that's what he was getting at. And I was like, no, it's not me. <laughs> I was like, it's not that. Also, is it that we just got back from vacation? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which, that is it, pretty much. Yeah. Um, far more grounded this week than I have in a while. But yeah. but also there was a lot of credit to my clients, not gonna For sure. discredit them. There's a lot, but yeah. So that's what yeah, we're we're not about.
1: we're not like saying like I gave amazing therapy this week because no, like and like I saved lives. We're saying like no, I was wor- I was at my best therapeutic uh, self. Yeah. Um I, I don't Whoa. Well,
0: what? I was I've, just gonna say it wasn't working harder than my clients right right
1: I was going to say I and we will actually touch on this um in a bit but I didn't feel like I was working in my optimal this week Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but I have had really good sessions oh nice um but each session I've been like I'm pretty meh your client
0: was in the optimal
1: Literally, my I, I think I reflected something. I reflected something to a client about um, a dream, and it, to me, it felt like a very like no-brainer type of thing. Like, oh, duh. And right. they go, they whispered this to me. They were like, Ooh. I'm "Very good at this," <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, okay." It's <laughs> about me.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think Is, a, a lot of my clients were in the optimal this week too. That's why it felt yeah. good. I was like, I don't think it's really me. I think yeah part of it. But I didn't I think they me. were also I, they were also like yeah. doing well or doing good and um just like really showed up for our sessions and I was talking to one of my other coworkers about it and I was like, I feel like they're actually like so present that I now have to be more Present with them, and I'm. They're like catching me off guard because yeah. I'm like, oh no, like we don't usually do this kind of work. <laughs> like we don't usually go this deep. What? Like you are not, I don't expect. I'm not expecting it now, so it's like, ooh, it caught me off guard. It was good. Yeah, that's so, good. Uh, but yeah, this is fun. <laughs>
1: once again, once again, keep about how great.
0: <laughs> no, we'll get to the point eventually. <laughs> eventually, yeah. Um. um.
1: So, uh, what does it mean, what does it look like when you're a bad therapist?
0: A lot of things. Um, I think the biggest one is that I'm across the board just not present during Mm -hmm. the session or during the day. Or even sometimes for, like, weeks on end where I'm, like, oh, I'm just not operating at my best. Um, And so I'm not present. I'm detached, distracted, uh, thinking about other things, not invested in what's happening. Right. um, Feeling really, like, blah, I don't want to be there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So for me, that's the biggest one. And... And because of that, I find it really hard that's to do. That's the biggest one? You named a bunch of things. But they're all, like, under this umbrella, oh, okay. is what I'd say. Like, all of that goes together. Gotcha, gotcha. And that's just under the umbrella of me not being present, not being mm-hmm. there. Oh, um, right. Yeah, and so that, that then creates a lot of frustration, I think, to be like, I want to be here, but I'm not. I want to, yeah. like, do this work with you but I can't today or in this moment. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. There are other things too, but what about for you?
1: I think I echo all the things that you just said. And I'd add, like, I, I don't know if you said this, but I'm like uh, more irritable. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm more irritable. Uh, and I have a- so much more impatient. Yeah, I have, a, I have a harder time accessing like radical empathy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, uh, like the things that I say and the questions that I ask, I don't know. <laughs> don't know where they come from. And I don't know what they mean. <laughs> yeah, uh, I feel like Cotton Eye Joe, like where did you come from? <laughs> I have no idea what's <laughs> happening. Um, and there will be many times where I just like say a thing. And I'm like huh. I wonder if. And then I ask a question. And I'm like I wonder what the fuck I just said.
0: <laughs> For <laughs> like, sure. Where where was I going with this? Yeah. Like I wonder if. What I'm about to say. Makes <laughs> any sort of relevance. To what you're happening. Yeah. What? Uh, huh what.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just like. And then, and then I always get surprised, right? Because um, they'll respond to me like, "That's a good question." Hmm. And, or, yeah. or like they'll answer, or they'll just answer the question. And I'm like, "What? What did you get from that?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think I could have answered that question if it was asked of me.
0: <laughs> no, not at all. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then you're just kind of like, "Wow." Hmm. What? where did this come from in my soul? Yeah. How am I doing this right now? (laughs) What part of me is operating in this moment?
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. So really, this episode is for all of our therapist friends to normalize and validate, like, mediocrity is okay. Being mediocre (laughs) is okay. And for all of our non-therapist friends, like, sometimes your therapist is struggling too.
0: Yes, Uh, absolutely. We have our days. Yeah, you can have a sneak peek into what it feels like for us as well.
1: Yeah, and I think that, you know, we are told we are that we get pushed this like narrative or this frame that like fucking up is bad or like being a mediocre therapist is bad, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Um, And by fucking up, I mean like, um, I think that was a thing something I didn't say is like, I may be more when I'm being a bad therapist, right? Like when I'm just having a bad off day, um, I'm more likely to say something that doesn't align with what my client is feeling or thinking, um, that doesn't maybe make the most sense and, or like could cause like a rupture in that moment. Okay. Right. Yeah. And, um, and I may have a little buck up. And we're here to say, it's okay if you fuck up. Honestly, we need to be fucking up a little bit. A little bit. (laughs) Small doses. Small
0: doses. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's true, for sure. Yeah, well, and I do think it is drilled into our brain, especially in, you know, grad school. Like, you better be on it all the time. You better be so present. You better pay attention to every single little detail that your client says because you're going to need to know and but I'm just like, because you're going to need to be able to identify themes and connect
1: mm-hmm. it back to other things yeah. that they've said in previous sessions. Mm-hmm. And you're going to need to know what's going on with them. And, yes. it's, and it's fucked up because it's not, that frame is all for the sake of pathologizing your client, too. Yes, which totally. Which is a whole conversation.
0: Yeah. But. Well, and the thing is, too, they're like... You need to be able to do all this because you don't want to be in the content of what's happening. You want to go into the deeper. You want to like go into the meaning of what's happening. Oh yeah. They're like, and like I, level one therapy and then level two deep. And you're like, shut up. Shut up. You're, you're in the content right now. Get get deeper. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God. And I think when I'm being a bad therapist, I am fully in the content because oh, I can't yeah. go into the 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 depth of yes, what's happening I don't, there. I don't have I the can't, capacity. I don't have the capacity to go there with you and I don't want to connect the dots. You connect the dots. You do it for once. <laughs> <laughs> you connect the dots and I'll go there with you. But like,
1: <laughs> everybody says that they're ready to work on work in therapy. So do it then.
0: So do it then. <laughs> TikTok. So yeah. do, it then. do the work. Do the work. I'll meet you there. <laughs> I'll catch you Find on the other side. In your life. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what they say about you. <laughs> For real, though, and that's yeah. that's the thing. Like sometimes you don't want to be too much in the content, obviously, obviously. right? because um, that's not where the real work is. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you have to be because that is the most. That's where you can exist right now. Yeah, and that's fine.
1: For folks that don't know what does it mean to be in the content?
0: Uh, the content means surface level stuff, mm-hmm. right? The stuff where it's like, you know, Madeline, like, I got so annoyed. I couldn't find my shoe today. <laughs> the one shoe. The one shoe. And it's like, I have all these other shoes and I couldn't, I didn't care about any of the other shoes. Like this one shoe, I didn't even really want to wear that badly, but like, I couldn't find it, and it was yeah. driving me nuts, and if you just stayed there with that yeah. person, and you're, like, well, did you look here, did you look there, did you, you know, like, where was the last
1: place that you had it,
0: right, yeah, and, like, all this stuff, but that's staying in the content, because you're yeah. not, like, that's not a real problem, right, it's, um, I yeah, mean, maybe, like, it's a problem, right, but it's often not the real thing that X they're coming to therapy matter. for, <laughs> yes, it's, uh, exactly, right. But if you were to say like, I feel like this shoe is representing something much bigger in your life. What do you think it is? Because I don't feel like we're talking about the shoe right now.
1: The shoe is a metaphor. It's a placeholder for the void in your life that you are trying to. (laughs) to.
0: (laughs) I just feel like the shoe really represents all of the other missing parts of you. You're about it. Does the shoe really fit? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's they're like, the back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because, Yeah, no, they're like, Oh my God, you're right. I've never felt like the shoe fits for me. They're <laughs> like, Got him, knew it. Got him. <laughs> right <laughs> right.
1: Um, right anyways oh
0: so gosh. that's an example of like where you stay in the content and a way yeah. that you can like go deeper right it's not the
1: best example <laughs> I, think it's, um, I think it is the optimal example right? optimal. I think it is the example not only I should write uh, a counseling textbook right here <laughs> <laughs> just transcribe this episode and you'll be there I got you pocket you go. here you go <laughs> um when I said th- I said like sometimes like we all need to fuck up right we all need to fuck oh, up yeah. in small doses mm-hmm. um and you agreed with me why do you agree
0: it <laughs> <laughs> was that too harsh no <laughs> why why do you agree with me <laughs> I feel like I'm in an interview like can you explain what the content is why okay, did you agree sorry. with this well... statement? Early? <laughs> no, it's fine. It's just funny. Um, why do I agree with you? Because in order to have, in order to have, like, effective therapy, you have to engage in literal human dynamics. Mm-hmm. Right? You have to be willing to engage in um, these, like, moments of humanness mm-hmm. right and that does mean like a therapist isn't going to be mm-hmm. on it all the oh, time oh that will be the, the title of your therapy textbook moments of humanness oh okay moments of humanness yeah it feels like also a like a soap opera like
1: um like grains in an hourglass so are the moments
0: of humanness <laughs> <No>. <laughs> absolutely um (laughs) anyway sorry (laughs) i'm gonna get on that i'm gonna write that book soon um (laughs) but where was i going what was i saying
1: so to engage you need moments of humanness you need these interpersonal interactions
0: you need these interpersonal interactions yeah and like a therapist shouldn't be on all the time and Mm -hmm. like you should be wrong Mm -hmm. you should allow your clients to tell you when you're wrong Mm -hmm. um, because that's how you learn and how they learn right Mm -hmm. like like you said, these ruptures, which mm-hmm. can be minor or more severe, mm-hmm. um, we are in a relationship with our clients, mm-hmm. and if we can't, not an unethical one. No, not an unethical. <laughs> one. I mean, for some, yeah. Oh, that's a bad oh, therapist. The bad <laughs> that
1: we're a, a,
0: a Real bad therapist.
1: <laughs> those are the wrong
0: therapists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um (laughs) but yeah we're in relationship right and so like we mess up that's okay um your clients need to see that you can do that and also heal from it move on from it uh repair from it Mm -hmm. yeah
1: well we said it in a previous episode that therapy is all about unlearning and relearning how to be in relationship Right. right and so if that's what therapy is, the first place you start with that is within your therapeutic relationship, within uh, with, it, with yeah. your therapist. Absolutely. And so it's super necessary to be able to, um, like you said, go through these processes of rupture and repair, these processes mm. of conflict, right, yeah. um, in order to grow from it. And, yes. and be able to and to be able to like have conflict in a really safe way. Yeah. And hopefully Absolutely. your therapist is safe enough to do that. I love yeah. it. I love it when my clients tell me I'm wrong. Me I, too. I love it when they're like no. Um because I'm just like ooh 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 pause full yeah. stop the yeah. fact that you just told me no Or the fact that you just said, no, Madeline, you're wrong. You have identified Mm -hmm. a boundary. You've identified that something doesn't feel good. Something doesn't fit. And you felt safe enough to communicate that to me. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't care. You didn't feel safe. And then you wouldn't
0: have said it to me. Yeah. Because you could have just bailed.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And you should welcome that in therapy, right? Uh You should say, like, tell me if I mess up. Tell me if I did something that you didn't like yeah. because like also I want to know these things because this is like how we have good relationship but also how we build safety also this is where the work is yeah. once again it's not in the content and if you're not saying if I mess up and you're not saying anything about it we're never going to address that right. we're never going to like deal with that part of you yeah. right and it and, also-
1: but I will likely mess up in that way again with you
0: yeah exactly right like how am I gonna learn if you don't tell me yeah right um so like messing up can be a good thing for sure Mm -hmm. Um, it doesn't always feel good no (laughs) no (laughs) I've definitely had moments with clients where I'm like oh my (laughs) god yeah did not did not mean for that to happen yeah um it's and hard. at the same time, like, yeah, it's nice when they're like, oh, I didn't like that thing you said or whatever. And I'm just like, that sucks for me. Sometimes it's hard to hear it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But,
1: it's hard oh, not well. to internalize it, especially when you, especially on days where like you, it's like, it's hard not to internalize it. And it, um, I was gonna say like it's especially hard when you know that you're having a rough week, but I think it's mm. even harder when I think it's actually harder when you think you're having a decent week and you're oh my and, God, then, and then yes. they, and then you feel blindsided and you're like, mm. I was <laughs> being a great therapist today. <laughs> um,
0: totally.
1: And uh, but when I'm when I'm having days or even maybe like weeks, a week, a whole ass week where I'm just like. I'm so mediocre this week. Mm-hmm. I am so uh, average. Maybe <laughs> even below average, right? <laughs> like, um, yes. it's really hard sometimes to not, like, yeah, just, like, really internalize it and, like, ruminate on the ways that you, like, fucked up.
0: hmm Oh, all the time. All the time, I think about ways that I'm like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done this, or I wish I would have mm-hmm. done this differently. And then, luckily, there's always opportunity. Maybe not always, but if the client comes back and <laughs> you still get to work with them, there's probably opportunity to bring it up and yeah, talk about it. Yeah. Um, and repair that, right? Yeah, I think it's- repair <laughs> man, man, man. Sorry.
1: <laughs> uh, eventually. Eventually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's
1: what this whole episode is about. It's actually um. A therapeutic dive into all that repairman. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <He's not> <laughs> he was just oh, hired for the wrong job. Look. <laughs> true. Um, he had other skills. I have um... other skills. That is that is one of the ways. Um, I didn't write that down. Um, we'll get to it. But that is one of the ways that I like normalize uh, the the like minor ruptures. And the mediocre things, um about me as a therapist is I straight up say that to clients where I'm like, I have other skills. <laughs> you wait and see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't worry. I'll make up for it. <laughs> it's part of my charm. <laughs> oh, God. Um,
1: in those, like, moments or days or whatever, when I'm, like, feeling really uh, like I'm being a bad therapist, I often i i I try as best to like normalize it for myself and affirm like i'm just gonna be mediocre today yeah and that's okay i'm just gonna be mediocre and i feel like
0: i'm mediocre most days in (laughs) all parts (laughs) of my life you know what i mean i'm not even the main character of my own life
1: (laughs) (laughs) um i my um one of my current mentors, right, as she had said to me, and I, and I would say, th- I say this to her when I'm just like, I'm just mediocre today. I'm just, you know, a myth therapist. Mm-hmm. And she says to me, she said it a few times, and she's like, remember, like, your mediocre is a lot of people's best.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm like, oh, you right, you right. You're right. <laughs> okay. Um, so you think I'm better than people?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Wow. Thank you. I'm going to go tell so-and-so you said that. (laughs) I'm going to write this down. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Can Can you send that to me in an email, actually? (laughs) With your signature?
0: Yeah. Can you frame it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Can you put it on, like, an infographic?
0: (laughs) Yeah, just like a like an insta post, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Um, yeah. I think especially during this past year or so, um, I would say a lot of therapists and maybe there are therapists out there that don't feel this way, but I would say a lot of us feel like we're just like also struggling and surviving. Oh my god. Yeah. And so like I feel like so much of us are just like being mediocre or just literally trying our best which is not not our optimal right but um I yeah I remember at the start of like this past year during this pandemic I was like oh my god I'm in a crisis my clients are in a crisis they're in double crisis because they were already in a crisis before this hit so like I don't know what I'm doing I don't know how to like manage this at all I'm freaking out. There's no way for me to have prepared for this. Not at all. Like, I'm not no one has any idea how to support people right now. Nope. And yet all of my clients are turning to me for like an immense amount of support that I can't give them. Yeah. And I don't know what the next like day is going to look like, you know, Mm -hmm. there's constant changes and transition. I remember like fully freaking out, maybe like, I don't know, a couple weeks into the pandemic and everything changing and I was like talking to my supervisor and I was like I need to talk to you I'm freaking out this person's having a crisis so is this person what do I do I as if I've never handled another person's crisis before yeah it was like it felt like the first time yeah, <laughs> was, yeah. like what am I gonna do and it's terrifying it was so terrifying and I think like normalizing how we're feeling for ourselves but also for other clinicians right now is so useful yeah. Because what essentially she said to me was like, she told me a story about something that she had been through. And she was like, I'm going to tell you what someone told me during a hard time when I, you know, was first in therapy, um, first started out as a therapist. And she was like, you're going to be the worst therapist and it's okay. Yeah, And I was like, oh my God, thank you for saying that. Because like, I feel like it sh- I shouldn't be the worst therapist right now. Like mm-hmm. I need to be on it. And I'm not, and I'm failing everyone. Yeah. And and she was like, also, your clients are not going to know, most yeah. likely. You're That's not the- going to be able to tell that you are not necessarily most the most present or whatever. Um, they're, it's going to be okay. And that yeah. was, like, just so, like, validating that moment. So I was like, oh, okay. And that took off a lot of pressure of, like, having to be on it all the time. Yeah. And so I often kind of remind myself during those days where I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this, or I can't do this, or I'm thinking about this other thing. And then I'm like, just be the worst therapist. Yep. It won't be that bad. Yeah. Lowered expectations. Set the bar low. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I'm glad you brought up uh, the pandemonium. Uh, yeah. Because I... Right at the beginning of the pandemic, I like went way I like <laughs> dove off the cliff roadrunner style, like mm-hmm. into like an isolated depression. And I was like, <laughs> this isn't good for me. <laughs> um yeah. I, like, I, excuse I, me? Hand I up. You're <laughs> like uh, I have a question. <laughs> I um what do we do if we'd like to not? yeah I don't do we have to participate to survive
0: yeah (laughs) I don't I don't feel comfortable doing that
1: yeah this doesn't feel like a safe space (laughs) um this pandemic doesn't feel safe for me I'd like to
0: um everyone's like no yeah same (laughs) so what
1: (laughs) and I and then yeah and I had to like we, and you know, because any therapist knows, and most people, even if you're not a therapist, right, like transitioning from in-person work to remote work was not great. And at the time, at the beginning of the pandemic, I um, lived in a house where like I had to just be in my room and I had to work from my room and I lived in this really tiny room um, where the chair that I sat on to do therapy, I could put my feet up on my bed. Like that's how small it was and I just had to stare at this tiny room, these four walls, right, Mm -hmm. like, for up to eight hours a day, staring at my bed, cramped, being like, yeah, this is fine, this is fine, and I felt like the, that, like, the epitome of that meme of that, like, dog that's on fire, with everything on fire around them, and
0: this is fine, that's, um, this has felt like,
1: yeah, and I just, like, had a really hard time adjusting. Now I feel like I'm getting into a better groove with it, especially because I am able to go into the office and still see um, people um, via telehealth, but still like, fuck, I was, I haven't been a great therapist the the whole pandemic because how can you, how can you be? And then, you know, something that, um, happened for me is that, like, it's not like, well, no, no, let me, let me rephrase, um, it's not like I'm going to spend time necessarily telling all my clients how I'm also really struggling. I may do some disclosure around, like, yeah, we're all fucking going through it, right? Like, this isn't easy for any of us, um, and to, like, normalize some of that, but, it's not like I'm gonna be like, hey, I just, mm-hmm. like, speed ran, like, the road runner off this cliff, and now I'm, like, really fucking sad, and, like, isolated, and, like, I'm not doing great.
0: Yeah. Anyways, you know? what's going on with
1: you? Yeah. They're like, they're like, how are you,
0: Madeline? And I'm like, not good. Uh, <laughs> <I've>... What's up? <laughs> I found that I had a lot of clients checking in on me, um, oh. more <laughs> than... <laughs> well, we work with different populations, yes. but, um, yeah, I had a lot of clients, like, checking in to see how I was doing, mm-hmm. more so than just, like, small talk conversation, which always mm-hmm. happens, um, and I I had a hard time because I was, like, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not good. I'm yeah. not good, but I also don't want that to take away from our work, so let's move on and let's let's acknowledge, yeah. like, we're both not good. Let's talk about what's going on with you. And that, I think, like, in a lot of ways, being able to disclose that with my clients, because they genuinely wanted to know around that mm-hmm. time, um, they stopped caring eventually. But uh, <laughs> they were, like, they were able to, like, feel, I think, more connected. Um, mm-hmm. Like, we were all kind of connecting to one another in a way that was, like, oh, like, yeah, this is rough for yeah. us. Um, and so, like. There is definitely a way that self-disclosure when you're struggling, especially when we're all feeling the same thing is useful, but I think that's also true when, you know, I'm having a rough day. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, how do you Mm -hmm. use self-disclosure during non-pandemic times where it's not related to that? Yeah, Um, right. And how to do it effectively, because once again, in grad school, they said, don't tell any of your clients anything about yourself. Do not say a single word about who you are they shouldn't just even like, know that your eyes are brown yeah they you're shouldn't like, even know your first name and you're like what? <laughs> <laughs> what
1: my you name mean. is therapist
0: yeah exactly you can call me therapist <laughs> you can call me counselor clinician, <laughs> or therapist I do not go by any other names <laughs> my number is <laughs> yeah, <for real. laughs> it's just so like stressful because they're just like don't tell them anything because then the session becomes about you and you don't want to put that on them and that's counter-transparency, blah, 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 blah. Uh, And I'm also, just like, uh, what? Like, just... that's not necessarily useful to, like, yeah. close yourself off from the people you're working with. What other yeah. great way to build a disconnection,
1: right? Yeah. Um, I had a, this is along the same lines, but a little bit tangent. Um, in grad school, we had a um, a mentor, a therapist mentor of one of my professors come in um, who was talking about some client that he had worked with and was talking about the, the therapeutic relationship and blah, 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 blah. And then he started talk, kind of talking about like transference and counter-transference. And for non-therapy people, tra- that that just means like transference is how our clients feel about us and counter-transference is how, our, how we feel about our clients. That's all that means. And um, he said, he was like, um, I walked into session one day And, um, and I we like did our niceties, and I said, you know, it's it's really good to see you. And that's when I noticed that I was too far in. I cared too much, and I was like, "It's good to see you." What? First of all, it's good (laughs) to see any of my clients. What's up? You're a human. I'm. We're in. We're in community together. It's always good to see you, even if you're in a bad space, even if I'm in a bad space. You're alive, I'm alive, we're here, we're doing the thing. You showed up.
0: It's good to see you. Yeah. I feel like I said hello, and I realized I was too far gone. They are too <laughs> attached to me. <laughs> oh my god. I feel like I cared too much, what and I, had to, I yeah, had to care less. I had. What do I you mean? Yeah. Now what?
1: No, you did it. Oh, you god, needed no. to lean in. And the thing about, like, the feelings that come up around, like, how we feel about our clients, they are telling us something. Listen to it. Yeah. Seriously. That's my, <laughs> that's my heated rant. I just remembered that dude. And of course, he was, like, an old white dude. I just remembered. And I was like, I hate this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, If you're from my grad program and you were in that class, you know. You know. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about it because that was that was terrible. <laughs> um, something else I want to say about the being a therapist in the pandemic, in the pandemic, <laughs> in, the pandemic. <laughs> in the um, in the pandemic is that like I something that ha- that was particularly hard for me was that um, and I and I hope it's okay that I say this. I I don't know if I think I did I have said this to you before, but um Ooh, what are you gonna tell me? Oh it's not that it's not that juicy. I thought really some type of way a lot of folks were talking a lot about how it's really hard to be a teacher right now. Oh yeah. And yes, I it I believe It's hard to be a lot of it's hard to be alive right now. It's hard to be alive right now. It's hard to exist right now. Um, For more reasons than just the pandemic. But everyone... It's also also a privilege to exist right now. It's also, yes. So there's that. (laughs) Sorry. Um, And I had heard so many times how, oh my God, could you imagine being a teacher right now? It must be so hard. What the fuck do you think therapists do? Being a therapist in a pandemic sucks yeah it's really it sucks it's hard and that's not to take away from teachers and their experience but there are many 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 jobs where it is really really hard
0: it got like a hundred times harder for you know teachers therapists anyone essential workers of any kind of any sort yeah so many people's jobs got so much worse yeah yeah and I I maybe this is to your point but I think I do agree that like m- therapists especially were kind of like it felt like we were like left out of some of that conversation yeah and yeah, I don't I know why either because I was like do you know how like how much therapy has like upticked for like us like how my much- caseload doubled
1: case load- yeah my caseload doubled right after the start of the pandemic yeah
0: For obvious reasons, right? (laughs) Like it makes sense because
1: wild idea, everyone went into crisis, and all of their and anyone that had an existing mental health concern that got
0: severely exacerbated. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like all of that. (laughs) Knowing all of that, it's like I have so much sympathy and empathy for everyone that's been struggling during this time, Mm -hmm. and I think like finding camaraderie with other therapists was like so crucial um yeah the amount of times where like i would get together with my team and we're all just like this sucks this sucks Mm -hmm. so bad yeah yeah and like how we all would just like get together and be like how are you doing therapy like what are you know your experiences with clients right now and mm -hmm, all this stuff and my other um one of my other supervisors I think about this a lot. We were like talking one day about how it feels like to provide therapy during this pandemic and on Zoom and, you know, on phone and all this stuff and clients mm-hmm. turning to us for like support, but also guidance around yeah. like, when do you think this is gonna be over? And I was like, I why would I know that? I don't know anything. <laughs> like, why would I know <laughs> that, that? I magically got this information. Yeah, for and some I- reason they think that we have more information than they do yeah. about this global pandemic that was still developing. Um, yeah. It was really interesting, but he was like, you know, therapy, at best, it's been supportive. At worst, it's been dishonest. <laughs> and I was like, Not that true. is the most accurate statement I've heard about this whole thing. And I like wrote it down and I like have it on my whiteboard because it's like mm-hmm. still so accurate. I think about it all the time because um, it still kind of feels that way every now and then. And that's, that's sometimes how it feels when I'm having just like a bad therapy day. Yeah. Where I'm like at best this feels supportive and at worst in some ways it feels like I'm being dis- dishonest yeah you know and that's, yeah, yeah, yeah that sucks but it makes me feel better to think about that
1: since you said something about you mentioned telehealth I wanted to say something about that and how telehealth and uh, in particular I should say like not being physically in the room with our clients in particular makes being a good and great therapist even harder yeah something i said at the beginning something i said a lot at the beginning of the pandemic and this is still very much true right um is that like when you're in the room with someone there's this energy exchange it's Mm -hmm. easier to be attuned and aligned with what's happening with your client or what's happening with the other person in the room it's easier to read the space you get an entire view of what's happening with them right body language you're able to read like they're breathing better you're able to read just like their energy better mm-hmm. and when over telehealth and, and then over phone even um especially over phone because you're not seeing them yeah, no so visual at all it's really really hard to feel effective at being attuned to people yeah and that has made it very difficult throughout this entire last year to, yeah, just, like, feel
0: like I'm doing good shit. Yeah, exactly. It's so difficult. People – well, it's hard, too, because, like, when you're on Zoom or on the phone, like, your clients are doing other things. They're not even that present half Oh, time. yeah. Like, not always. Like if like, I have oh. to look at one more forehead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, like my clients are like moving around our house. They're like, oh my gosh, time. it I makes me motion sick, and I feel bad about that
1: because then I have to be like, I need, I'm, I, need I need help. Uh, yeah, invest be in
0: our relationship by sitting down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah like there's so many factors that go into why it's hard to have like a good session yeah. during this time. Um, and not to say that they don't happen, like I said mm-hmm, this week mm-hmm. so many good sessions and people were like present right. and were there with me, um, whether it was on the phone or Zoom or whatever, and that I think is just rare. Um, but like my therapy and for you too, like the way that we do therapy is primarily interpersonal. Oh yeah, it's very relational. Very relational, very interpersonal. And I am not gonna be at my best to be able to like Help you and be here for you and do work with you yeah. when there is actual barriers to that for us yeah. to like be in relationship together in this space. Yeah, um, we are and- in
1: long distance relationships with our clients. Oh, I
0: hate that thought. That's so-, <laughs> <laughs>
1: so true. We are in long distance relationships with our clients that are in the same city. That are in the same area so it's like so hard <laughs> how do you maintain connection that way it's difficult so and, the, and like you said there are so many other factors right if we were in person it wouldn't bother me that you were walking around because i could go walk with you yeah right it wouldn't matter that you like can't look at me right because I could read the rest of you and then, and, and adjust from there. We could do an activity. We could do so many other things. We'd have so much more access to do, to be creative about how we're working together. Yeah. And even though there are a lot of creative things that have come out of doing telehealth, right. Um, like I'm even able to do EMDR, which is like the trauma processing, a very specific trauma processing therapy. Um, over telehealth I'm I've my mentor sent me um a virtual sand tray um Mm. which is really cool
0: but like it's just hard it's really really hard yeah so like when all of those barriers exist it it makes it so that way it's like the likelihood of me feeling like I am in my optimal is already like limited Mm -hmm. just as it doesn't I can't be in my optimal in this situation in this right. setting um because it that's not where I operate right nope I don't I'm not I didn't go into therapy to work in telehealth that's like not what I wanted to do <laughs> if I wanted to look at screens all day I wouldn't be a therapist right what yeah like I want to be with my clients and so it it's Yours just hard sentences that <laughs> <sound> very different. <laughs> <laughs> you're the one taking it out of context you're one. it oh my what god what am I supposed to do with that <laughs> so know
1: what I mean you wa- I do know what you mean and you walked into it
0: I'm just saying <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah well you know what I mean I want to like actually <laughs> I, I do not even I don't even want to say it anymore I, don't
1: talk.
0: I want to be in the same space face as my clients yeah 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 uh it's hard it's rough out here um yeah the other thing too is that we haven't touched on this yet but like sometimes being a bad therapist comes with not having a good fit with your client or not being a good fit for your client
1: here we go yep
0: (laughs) yep (laughs) yeah because (laughs) a lot of feelings about this <laughs> you do yeah um because I I don't think we like recognize enough like Mm-mm. sometimes we think like oh if you just go to therapy then like your therapist is gonna be a good fit for you automatically that's yep. such a weird like kind of thing that we think about yeah um but it's not true it's just like it's any not other relationship, it's not. right that like you as a therapist, are going to have, you're going to bring certain things to the table, you're going to, like, be able to connect with certain folks, um, and not every client is going to be a good fit, not every therapist is going to be a good fit, and so, like, how can you provide your best work and show up in the best way for your clients if it's just simply not a good fit, and that is okay, Yeah, that can be okay. Yeah, and it, and it sucks to say that, like,
1: if it's not a good fit, like, you're not getting the best version of me. Yeah. And it's not because of anything bad, yeah. right? And that doesn't have to be a bad thing. Yeah. But, like, if I'm not a good therapist, then I'm not a good therapist for you. <laughs> <laughs> for you. I'm not, I'm... <laughs> Where's that from? It's that. too... It's that TikTok that's like, I think it's like a Kim Kardashian like clip, like voice oh. clip where, like, or maybe it's not Kim Kardashian, but something kind of reality show, something yeah, like sure. that, where they're like, um, you can't just say da 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 da, it's rude to you. <laughs> to you. No, it's rude to you. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't just, say- just
0: say we're not a good fit. <laughs>
1: for you You for you you can't just say you're not a good therapist for you
0: I'm not a good therapist for For you
1: you. it's not me it's you I'm not a good I'm not effective for you so break up with me please. please I can't break up with you yeah not allowed to for
0: you (laughs) damn yeah it's so true (laughs) oh I would say that
1: we don't try with clients that aren't a good fit right and I would would differ that when I have a client that's not a good fit I try even harder because it takes more energy yeah right so I'm putting more effort into making sure I'm still effective for them right Right. Right? I'm still holding space. I'm still doing the things that I need to be doing, right? Yeah. But I'm not a good therapist
0: for you. (laughs) (laughs) It's so (laughs) so true though. And and the thing is, like, yeah, I'm not a good therapist for you. It's not a good fit for the both of us. Because like you're wanting primarily like coping skills work and this, that, and the other. And like I can give you a decent amount of that. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, that's not where I operate. That's not where my work is. I'm not primarily a skills therapist. Unfortunately, you know, there are plenty Mm -hmm. of people who are, that's the thing though. Like go find someone who like specializes more so in that because like I said, I'm interpersonal, I'm relational. I'm, you know, I want to do this like depth work and I can't do that. And you don't want that. It right. sounds like, you know, so why would I try to do that for you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't make sense because it's like, yeah, I can do coping skills. I can do that like, you know, kind of like surface level therapy. And and for some folks that's a very skills based therapy, which for a lot of folks that's very useful, right? But ultimately, I'm a trauma therapist. Yeah. My my We basically just said the same thing. I know <laughs> I wanted to say it, too. No. I, <laughs> <laughs> I had feelings, too. <laughs> so
0: you can continue. What else
1: do you No, nah, I don't want to. <laughs> Fine. Sorry. Okay. Let's. Yeah. What? Then we've kind of said. What? What do we? What now? What, we, what do we do? What? 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 Huh, what? <laughs> what do um,
0: um what do we do when
1: we're yeah, I, we mentioned a couple things but like what the fuck what are we doing
0: yeah. yeah um I think it depends on any given day or moment or like what I'm meeting, but sometimes it Why really is start your off, like it's like a lot of things
1: because that's <laughs> it's, it's, it's true, true <laughs> <but> like, <laughs> it's true but I always like hmm very therapist way to start that answer <laughs> yeah
0: well it's true because I can't just be like oh definitely I do this and only this it's not <laughs> I don't know Um, also like I just talk in, in therapist yeah you do how I am I can't not anymore um, <laughs> but my therapist part- talks like my
1: regular me my therapist me is my regular me
0: right well, I think I am therapist. Me? What? I am therapist. Yeah. No, therapist is me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Right? that makes sense. Yeah, therapist is me. You became I- the therapist, I- and now you talk like a therapist all the time. But I just made the therapy role fit into what oh. I already had. Yeah. So, so up to se- <laughs> I show up to sessions like this.
0: Yeah. Well anyways anyways sorry um I take a break is what I was getting at <laughs> I take a lot of breaks and breaks can be a lot of different things it's not just like oh take a you know five minute break it's like taking like mental breaks it's taking like 30 second breaks from the screen it's taking week-long vacations it's coming home and not looking at screens um Mm -hmm. and doing literally anything else because I Mm -hmm. cannot um I find myself getting really antsy when I'm sitting down at home I'm like this sucks I want to get up and do something um I find it really hard to like just relax on the couch some days because I was just sitting all day I don't want to sit anymore I want to like do something
1: oh Um, I was just saying this to that point really quick I was just saying this yesterday how frustrating it is especially in telehealth like how frustrating it is when you get off work and like I'm so mentally exhausted but my body needs to do something but I don't always have the like energy to put those things together where I'm like I need I have
0: I do yeah, something so sure. then I just
1: feel restless
0: yeah yeah absolutely that feeling is really weird like restless is a good way to describe that like I often find myself feeling kind of restless when I'm at home and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I need to like do something. Yeah. But I'm so trained. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So taking a break, um, <laughs> intentionally forgetting about clients. Look, we were on that's, vacation last week. That's accurate. That is what I, well, we do sometimes. We, we were do. on vacation last week.
1: I didn't have clients. I yeah. forgot about them. Yeah, Don't call me my phone will be dead yeah I'm not even gonna turn it off I'm just gonna let it die (laughs) so I don't even have the choice it's dead yeah yeah I forgot about I forgot about all of it I forgot that I was a therapist I forgot that I had a job Mm -hmm. (laughs) I forgot that I was like a working professional at all nope
0: (laughs) bye (laughs) yeah you have to take breaks from like stepping out of your role as a therapist this part of your life that is 40 hours a week mm-hmm. right? and like
1: supposed I can't to be
0: 40 hours supposed to be you yeah, know whatever <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not getting into that um, but you have like that is what I mean by taking a break like stepping out of this yeah. somehow some way because that helps me re-energize and re-ground and refocus yeah. mm-hmm. I think that's a big reason like I said what uh, like you said earlier like why I was doing better this week or why some of the sessions were better was because like I took a really long break yeah and then I came back and I was like oh I actually can like care and invest and like be here oh I remember I care oh yeah <laughs> I do I am empathetic the <laughs> week before I was oh, very apathetic. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah I think
1: I mentioned it before um but i think my go to my like immediate response um, is to really affirm and validate like it's okay that i'm a junk therapist today mm-hmm. it's okay that i am mediocre yeah we need to normalize being mediocre for real <laughs> we don't yeah have... well, yeah which is all which is like rooted in like white supremacy as a thing um because it's rooted in competition which is competition is like anyway doesn't matter um <laughs> racism aside white supremacy aside
0: uh patriarchy <laughs> <Okay>, aside <laughs> systems of oppression aside uh
1: <laughs> so i de- definitely like just give myself a lot of like affirmation around like it's okay it's okay yeah. that i'm just meh and that's like i'm allowed i'm allowed to be mediocre i'm allowed to be meh
0: i'm allowed to be average And, and going along those same lines, like, I also do that as well, where I'm just like, it's okay if you're just like, gonna show up today. Mm -hmm. And that's gonna be enough. And Mm -hmm. so like, a big thing that I do is like, okay, I don't feel that great, but I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna be here anyways, and be supportive, do my thing, do the best I can with what I've got. And I think clients can still have a lot of good therapy out of it. You know, like, Mm -hmm. a lot of times I'm like, I'm not doing great. And then at the end of a session, someone's like, oh my God, thank you so much. This was so helpful for me. today. I needed this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, I was not giving it my all, but clearly I don't need to be giving it my all for you to gain something out of this. Um, Right. And that takes some of the pressure off too. That can be really helpful of like being like, oh, I can just relax. I don't have to be
1: always on. Yeah and that I mean that's the thing right is that like and that goes back to the unlearning and relearning to be in relationship um in that like we don't have to perform therapy mm-hmm. we can just show up as our whole selves with boundaries um ethics with <laughs> abiding by the laws um, <laughs> we can show up as our authentic selves right um and still be useful because we're still engaging in an interpersonal relationship yeah totally and um and also i think i'm thinking about this um there's this uh thought that i have i don't know if it's fully formulated so bear with me here um there's a thought around like we don't have to necessarily be intentional all the time because we've been we're in relate we are people that are in healthy relationships with others anyway, right? And so we as therapists, we you and me I guess. Oh, want to speak for other therapists because like you know I don't know. I just wasn't sure what you're saying. Oh, you said we all
0: relationships,
1: yeah we, okay. uh, the royal we I guess. uh, like like i already know how to do this oh yeah I don't have to put effort i don't have to put 100% effort cuz i already know how to do this
0: right Does that make sense yeah this is like this is how i am always anyways yeah right yeah there's um there's a i think i mentioned this like Article or book chapter to you before, um, like a long time ago that my supervisor has given to almost everyone in our agency at this point, um, called Plain Old Therapy, mm-hmm. and I should send it to you. But it basically just talks about that, and it talks a lot about working with um, clients with personality disorders, specifically borderline. But mm-hmm. like always coming back to like the therapeutic relationship is what is most effective Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that is plain old therapy and and as long as you're doing that you're probably providing good therapy right Um, and you don't always have to do these like extensive interventions and putting yourself like above and beyond for everything and always we feel the pressure to do that I still always do like I'm always like I need to provide some like very deep meaningful insightful reflection And, like, this is going to change their life. And I'm always, like, why am I trying to do all that? (laughs) Like, I could just be here. And that could be enough today.
1: Also, don't you hate when you, like, provide a really, like, deep, insightful reflection? You're, like, that was gold. And your clients are just, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Or they don't even respond. And they're, like, yeah, 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 anyway. And you're, like, yeah, what about top liver over here? Like, (laughs) I just gave you... A mic drop moment mm-hmm. excuse me I know and obviously I'm never gonna say that because this isn't about me
0: yeah <laughs> that's when self-disclosure would not be useful
1: <laughs> no it would not it really would not be useful. <laughs> you're like excuse me full stop um I just gave you like therapeutic gold yeah. and you ignore it <laughs> <laughs> yeah can we no. like process that for a moment because I'm feeling some type of way about it Whenever. yeah <laughs> would never
0: yeah that for sure sucks those moments where you're just like dang I shouldn't uh, shouldn't have cared yeah. so much in that moment
1: <laughs> you're like you're like you cross it you had like written it down ahead of time you like practiced it in your head <laughs> okay I guess that didn't go well <laughs> not that not that don't <laughs> not use that again
0: <laughs> yeah it's like when you're doing stand-up comedy when, when, <laughs> when, <you're> doing, <laughs> when
1: we're doing stand-up comedy
0: <laughs> you know when we do
1: I that comedy girl <laughs>
0: Oh my god! As if I know anything about stand-up comedy, but <laughs> when people do stand-up comedy and they're just like, "All right, that joke did not hit." Nope. nope. Yeah. Not that one. Not one. <laughs> yeah, for real. And then on the you know other end of that, it's like when you're not even trying and they're like, "Oh my god, that really meant so much to me," and I was yeah. like, "Yeah." I literally didn't know what was coming out of my mouth. Yeah, like, this person oh, going, "You're really good at this." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> oh wow thank you um are there other things that you wanted to touch on around what we do when we're a bad therapist any other thoughts before we
1: kind of to round this out of like what do we do and there are probably other things but they're not coming to mind um is that I definitely like spend time with other therapists talking about how I was a bad therapist and normalizing Mm -hmm. that it was that that's what my day has been, or that's what my week has been, right? Not necessarily to ask for support and how to fix it, mm-hmm. right? Because I don't think that that's, I don't think there's anything wrong with, yeah. being, with having days like that. But to kind of, like, just sit in it and, like I said, normalize it. Yeah. Because we just don't normalize it enough. We just, like, don't allow enough space for people to just, like, not be great at their jobs some days.
0: Why did that sound like a? It was about to turn into like a spoken hello. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I really felt that energy. <laughs> it was good.
1: <laughs> Keep going. Make sure well, not now. <laughs> Dang. I liked it. <laughs> but it's true, right? There, there are a lot of professions in which people are allowed to not be great at their jobs. And it's like uh, no one thinks twice about it. Yeah. But. If you're in a service profession, right? If you're in a social service, or if you're in a profession that works directly with people, it's almost like you have to be completely infallible,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, um, and you don't have to be. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I, I, mean, I think like I have
1: that, but, you know,
0: yeah, don't don't go that far. Don't yeah. do that. Um, that's doing the most. But, yeah, I think having. Having other people during this time, like other therapists, has been necessary in order to be like, oh, we're all human, we're all feeling the same thing, and and mm-hmm. just like, that doesn't mean we're bad therapists, really, mm-hmm. you know, just because we're mm-hmm. feeling like we're bad therapists doesn't mean we are. Um, yep. And it's something I turn to a lot, like, with my coworkers, like, I, that's why I go into work and I feel... I feel like going into work is necessary for me during this time because then I have people there where I can just be like, this thing just happened. Can you believe this? Or I'm feeling this type of way. And like, I remember emailing one of my coworkers. I don't remember what the email was, but I was not having it that day. I was not in a good headspace. I was feeling so like numb and like out of it. And I couldn't, couldn't get it together. And she just emailed me back saying something like, even basically even at like even when we're feeling the worst you're still providing some of the only support for these people and that is like meaningful enough and I was like okay (laughs) I needed to hear something like that um because it it's hard it is hard to be human and to like we all feel really like alone a lot of the time in this yeah yeah and Oh, here we're all in this together. We're all. Then you
1: weren't going to do it.
0: Did I say that? <laughs> I don't remember agreeing to that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes,
1: and I mean, sometimes it is—it's validating to exist in hardship together. Right, because our clients don't know that we're existing in hardship together. We're just existing together.
0: Oh yeah.
1: So it's nice to connect with other folks who are exist- who get to who get to oh. exist
0: too, <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to those ghosts we tend to talk about. Yeah,
1: not all not all who wander have bodies. Sometimes they're ghosts. <laughs>
0: okay okay Uh,
1: okay
0: okay we we hope this episode was therapeutic insightful insightful (laughs) was decent um i I, yeah i don't know hope it was
1: useful um okay let's wrap it up anything else you want to add before as we end today
0: yeah sometimes therapy is hard for both of us (laughs) (laughs) okay we all need a break (laughs) sometimes
1: we are bad therapists for you (laughs) i had to get it in sorry (laughs) anyway thanks once again for wasting your time with us if you like what
0: we're saying feel free to show us on venmo please follow share and hit us up with your thoughts we hope you join us for our next session